Welcome everybody to another episode of Forever Faithful Podcast. I'm Brian Franio. Joined by me is my co-host Christian Dyer and Dion from Night Gang Podcast. How are we doing today, fellas? Good. Got a win, so good. Yeah. Anybody expect <laughs> a lot it? better after a damn win, man? Took forever. <laughs> I I didn't expect it. I mean, I did. None of us yeah. did. I don't think anybody yeah. right here did. expected it. Brandon did. That. Brandon had some freaking, you know, optimism. I kid you not. The weird, the weird thing is, is uh, I was on a spaces like a couple hours before the game, and something inside of me was like, "Watch <laughs> this game. I think we're gonna win." And I was like, cautiously optimistic, but then I was like, "No, I don't know." And sure enough, again, he found a way to make Sean McVay his bitch. Yep. I went into the game just like, all right, I'm just going to watch the game. I'm going to watch football. I love football. Mm-hmm. I'm going to watch the game. Mm-hmm. Not going to get angry. I'm just going to watch it. That's exactly what I did. But but this time we won. <laughs> Even my 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 friends from uh, my neighbor across the street, because well, I was <laughs> over at their house before the game started, and they're like, yeah, man, there's nothing to look forward to. I'm like, bro, how are you gonna give up that easy? I mean, I mean, there could be possible because we already own the Rams, right? <laughs> like, it's it's the fucking Rams. We're crying out loud, right? I think and I think Jimmy's undefeated against them. I don't. They know are. How. No, Jimmy, Jimmy is. Yeah, he's, he's never, never lost, never to, lost the to the Rams. Nope. I don't know how, dude. Nope. I don't know how, dude. <laughs> it's funny because they're all week. You heard, oh, you better be ready for the Rams deep. Oh. <laughs> Freaking be ready for Odell Beckham. Dude, we didn't see Odell Beckham after, what, the, the first series of the Rams mm-hmm. offense. Am I right? Well, I, I was never the, the second thing, series after the second interception. Yeah. The reason I never was afraid of Odell Beckham Jr. was because he never built a rapport with Stafford. He's been there a week. Mm-hmm. If they had previously played together, then, yes, I'm afraid they have a connection. But you're not gonna just take out all the. You're not gonna let you know Robert Woods go down. Put in Odell Beckham Jr. It's gonna be just a seamless transition. There was no way for them to be able to do so. Why? Because mm-hmm. OBJ still has to learn the playbook. He still has to understand the terminology. He has to build a rapport with Matthew Stafford. All these things come into play when you're a new receiver in a new place. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure he's happy that he in L.A. You know, with 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 all the bright lights. Well, he lives out there. Stars. He's a house. So, yeah. So I mean, that's cool, but. At the end of the day, you know, um, what made me laugh was uh, Von Miller's love for the Bay. Like, at his, his post-game press conference, man, he was like, man, I love being in the Bay. Bay has always been good to me, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, bro, make it sound like you want to cover for Niner or something, man. What's right? going uh, on, Ron? Would you not, not want to play opposite of uh, Fred Warner? Nick Bosa right now if you're Von Miller? Nick, yeah, Nick Bosa. Would you not want to? I mean, if you're yeah, I mean, you, you're like, you could, dude, you, I'm getting get towards the, sacks. I'm getting older. I'm getting towards the end of my career. I still want to get some sacks. Yeah, put me with the band that takes double teams like left and right, and I can go eat. Mm-hmm. Not that he's going to come here, but I mean, he's probably like, man, I want to go play with that kid. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Well, so let me ask you guys this. I want to start off um, the show with this. Do you think having Jimmy Ward back? Boosted up the confidence of the defense. It sure as hell did. It, it definitely so, did. I don't I, look, man. The first interception was a gimme. If Dub mm-hmm. dropped that pick, I would have been on fire. Because mm-hmm. I was looking like, okay, 
when I saw Matthew Stafford just load up like that, I was like, that's going to be an interception. I don't even need to see it. Like, I know it's going to be an interception because you're just, you're heaving it and pretty to have, you got to have that guy. You got to have a D hop type dude mm-hmm. in, in the middle of all that to catch that ball. And, and while I respect OBJ, he's not a dude. He was nowhere he, near yeah. the ball anyway. Yeah, he was nowhere near the ball. Matthew even came out and said, like, I expected him to keep going. So that's yeah. why I did what I did. But, I mean, you get that. And then did you hear what uh, Jimmy Ward said post-game? Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. looking for me- it. I'm going to pay back for that hit. I mean, yep. that just yep. ain't, man. And that what it had been like three years since Jimmy Ward had a damn interception. Like – I can say that maybe the defense got you know a little excited because he's probably yeah it was on one of the closer he's one of the closer things we have to a um, to a leader you know with not having a lot of leadership he's one of the few mm-hmm. we probably have that's close close enough to a leader so with him being back probably helped but I mean it just looked like the coaching staff woke up, woke up. I mean D'Amico Ryan was calling a fantastic game mm-hmm. even with his. It- uh, defensive line not getting a lot of pressure was still calling a great game. So that defense looked like uh, like Robert Sala's defense from 2019, man. And I mean, the only touchdown the Rams got was I mean, just the, the tight end made a great play because Warner was all over him and it just he boxed him out. So it's I mean, it look, look like this. I give D'Amico Ryan's a pass, you know, because we gave Robert Sala a pass. For all them years mm-hmm. where our defense stunk, and everybody's mm-hmm. like, give him a chance, give him a chance, and then you see what happened at that time. But right now, to be honest with you, Robert Sala's defense looked like hot garbage because the Jets can't win a game. So yep. it's, you know, it, honestly, it's just making sure you had the right pieces and doing the things that you you need to be able to do, you know, in, in the proper moments. Um, defense played really good yesterday. Uh, we did some some uh, some really good things, man. You got to think about it. We held them down. We didn't allow them to score. You know, they mm-hmm. scored, what, seven in the second and three in the fourth. So in the first and third quarter, they never – they didn't, they didn't score at all. Daryl Henderson, they, we let up – we gave up 52 rushing in total. So think about that. We would get we just we had just come off a consecutive uh, two consecutive games of giving up 100 yards or more, and we only gave up mm-hmm. 52. So that that's a beautiful thing. That means the defense found a way to be able to stop them. And I think Daryl yep. Henderson Jr. got injured. That's why they stopped mm-hmm. running the ball and just start throwing because they ain't have no choice. But this is what I was talking about in in, in the pregame, strictly about how it works out because. Odell, you have to remember, they don't the, the disparaging difference between the numbers from Cooper Cup to the next receiver is astronomical. There's no way in hell you can tell me that you're just gonna incorporate Odell and everything's gonna be fine. No, because then you gotta throw to Van fucking Jefferson and a bunch of other nobodies. They yep. they really hurting without Robert Woods, man, especially in the red zone. You could yeah, Look, you 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 could tell in that game. Robert Woods, look look at the okay, look at this. Cooper Cup, 11 catches, 122 yards, no touchdowns. Van Jefferson, three catches mm-hmm. for 54. Tyler Higby, three for 20. 
Odell Beckham Jr., two for 18. Sony Michelle, two for 11. Daryl Henderson, four for 10. Like, do you see what I'm saying? Eight, mm-hmm. eight catches more than any other receiver. So the whole point is stop Cooper Cup, you stop the Rams. And all yep. we did was stop Cooper Cup from scoring. I don't yep. care if Cooper Cup has a 400-yard receiving game. He could set a new record. If he don't get that end zone, all that don't mean shit. Yeah, and that's I, what we, they did. That's exactly kept what quiet. they did, man. We kept him quiet. Melissa mm-hmm. says, am I the only one who thinks Ross is an issue? I'd much rather have a Warner out there. Ross, Ross who? Ross Dwelly? Ross Dwelly. Yeah. No, I don't I don't think he's an issue. Ross isn't a Ross isn't an issue. And I looked at that play that they called the holding on that. That's not a holding. Mm. He just got he just blocked the shit out of dude, man. You know, and, and here's here's the thing. It it's weird because when you look at the numbers from Cooper Cup to even Robert Woods, it was really, really huge. But mm-hmm. that shows you how much one guy can mean to an offense especially when he's that dude because he gives you yeah. the option to be able to do different things and able to target someone else. Van Jefferson obviously is trash. And all these other receivers that they had are garbage. I mean, Woods is their only possession receiver, and that's the kind of receiver you need in the red zone. You know, he's their hands guy with a great hand, great strong hands and get open and make a, you know, good catch in the in the red zone. They didn't have that. Like Cooper Cup can get open and make, you know, run some routes. But as soon as they get mm-hmm. in the red zone, I mean, you can shut him down because he doesn't have space to work. Exactly. And that's what Robert thats what Robert Woods is good at. He can work in a small amount of space. And it really, you know, it really hurt them not having him out there. Mm-hmm. He's a big part of their offense. Yeah. Oh, I kind of want – let's talk about freaking Jimmy Ward's uh, little pick six that he had, too, that his second for his second interception, man. That, that guy came in and he went off. And I that mean, was perfect I'm, timing. I hope. Yeah. I hope it's up in the floodgates to some interceptions because I think every game we've had an interception, we've now won. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. It Each was game where we've timing. actually had one. Yeah, that that interception too was just basically him being in there causing the problem, like causing mm-hmm. that that mix up, man. You know, and, and there were a couple of situations where things did and didn't work out um, when it came to you know us trying to go for things. Like Josh Norman, sir, sir, I'm going to tell you right now, you do not have hops. You've never had hops. <laughs> Don't try to pick balls off like that ever again in your life, sir. You do not have okay. springs in your legs to get up and go get that. He's I know we were Sanders. winning, and they look good, but they look bad because they showed you you were nowhere near that damn ball. You ain't got the hops to do that, Josh. <laughs> Calm down, sir. Calm down. He, didn't, he thought old. he was a Sante Samuel Sr., them hops. Oh, he was like, <laughs> for real. He jumped up and it was like, yeah, yeah, y- y'all see me? I tried. I did. I was up there, whatnot. And everybody hey, was like, yeah, man, the, yeah. I, I was happy with the play because even though he didn't get the ball, he forced the receiver out of bounds by that by his positioning and being there. Yeah. So yeah. For, even mm-hmm. though he jumped early and couldn't get to the ball, I was a hundred percent happy with the play he made there because he didn't yeah. give he didn't give Stafford or the receiver any chance to make that play. So. To address uh, Melissa's uh, comment, there, you can you can go ahead and put. Give me a sec. Sorry about that. I had ESPN on on another tab. Um, you you don't have to pay Ross a lot. Mm-hmm. 
So, you yeah, always, you keep him if you need him. He blocks well. Yeah, yeah, he blocks well. And, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he's a good – he's actually a good, you know, uh, receiving he's tight end. So, I mean, you can yeah. pay him, and he already knows the system, and it makes life easy. You can play him at fullback. Yeah. You can play him at tight end. You know, he does – he does his job, you know. I mean, I don't see a real big deal with him. Not not a negative thing. But um man, uh let let's 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 flip to the other side of the ball. Yeah. I'm gonna ask y'all first. Play. I'm gonna ask y'all first yeah. because I I I got something to say, but I want y'all to how did y'all feel about Mr. Garoppolo's performance? I thought he did good. I thought he he looked like the 2019 Jimmy we saw when the run game works. Um, and he didn't have to do much again because our, our run game worked uh, on Monday night. Um, I don't know. What do you think, Christian? The first thing I want to say is that I saw the most hilarious thing today on Twitter when people were saying Jimmy played good and somebody said, oh, the haters are going to say he's just a game manager. That's exactly what the motherfucker did. Manage the game. That's how we win freaking ball games with Jimmy, a quarterback. He manages the game. Yeah. You make him throw less than 20 times. Don't make freaking have, have him throw throws where he can possibly have it picked off and only throw to open windows and hope that he throws it accu- accurately, accurately enough in, a, in the game to complete the pass. It's exactly what he did. He game managed – to his ability this time, but you know, and, and it's nice. He threw some, so he threw a couple accurate balls that that worked. Like he, he hit Debo enough in stride on that fourth down for him to make a touchdown. Dude, I can't believe. I were mean, you were you guys like, what the hell are they doing on fourth and six? No, I knew why they were doing it because the de- way the defense was playing. That's why. I was. I totally understood it. Kyle's like, we're nothing to lose with the season we've been having, and just said, hey, let's try to end it. But for me, he so the uh, there were some there was a couple like decently accurate throws and then some where I'm just like there were and then are like uh, <laughs> yeah and uh, you know like the one to Kittle you yeah know, for yep. the touchdown it's like Kittle made a good play it's like mm-hmm. it's a good thing that we when we saw those videos of um, Trey and it uh, practice and Trey and, and um, Jimmy throwing to Kittle and Kittle was going up and getting those really high ones from Jimmy hey, that practice paid off on that one. Yeah. So, but it's like, it just, if he, even if that's the only kind of throws he could make where he can't obviously make, you know, throws outside the numbers, perfect example where we, it was third and third and long and we could have got the first down when Jennings had, Jennings had some room and if he could fire the ball in there, uh, it's a first down, but he doesn't even take the throw, like even make the throw and because, you know, it's outside the numbers. So, you know, it's frustrating to see because, you know, he's not going to make that throw and he's not going to throw deep. But then you have to hope he's going to get enough uh, accurate throws, and it's like he did get some. But then there's always some, and you're like, oh man, because I saw one where that one where he won, he threw to Ayuk, where Ayuk had to like slow down, yeah, and couldn't. And if he hits Ayuk in stride, if you see when he hits when Ayuk catches the ball, there's a good gap between both safeties up the middle where Ayuk was already running, and if he's able to keep running full speed and catch the ball, it's a touchdown. It's a sixty yard touchdown or wherever it would have been where where it was at because like. With Ayuk has some speed too, and he's got some speed with the ball in his hands. If he's able to keep his his route, you know, running a slant like that at full speed, if he's able to get the ball out in front of him and not in his chest, where he has to slow down to make the catch, it's a touchdown. Dion, 
Jimmy did Jimmy thing, man. This is what I'm going to tell you. Like, all people saying that you hate on Jimmy, it's not hate. We just know who he is. Jimmy did what the fuck he was supposed to do. There's no uh, there's no other way around that, man. Uh-huh. Look at Jimmy's numbers. 15 of 19, 482 yards and two touchdowns. There's nothing spectacular about that. That's your ass numbers. It's real basic. Look at the okay, then flip to the other side. We ran ball. We threw the ball 19. We ran the ball 44 times. <laughs> 44 I times. I love it. I want that. And it worked. So anybody out there that's saying that Jimmy is the greatest quarterback on the on, he should be crowned the next Joe Montana. Please explain to me. He is so great. We ran the ball 14 times. If you have that much faith in a quarterback and the quarterback is that guy that then you don't throw the ball. You don't throw the ball 44 times. You throw the ball 44 times. You're, or you make your more, uh, one, uh, lops, you're, you make your offense more even rather than lopsided like that. Because if you flip to the other side of the ball and look at the Rams, Matthew Stafford threw 21 times. They ran the ball 10 times. So what does that say? They, that says they have more faith in Matthew Stafford throwing the ball than they do and you know than the 49ers doing Jimmy Garoppolo throwing the ball and this is exactly what we wanted to do. Kyle Shanahan's offense is very simple. Run the ball to pass. Well he basically I'm gonna run it down your throat and eventually I'm gonna throw the ball and when I throw the ball it's gonna be a big play because you're only expecting me to run. You've gotten so used to it. And what do defenders continually come out and say week after week and in different situations? I'm glad they stopped running the ball. There's Leonard. I'm glad they stopped running. We couldn't stop it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? In the, in the mm-hmm. Super Bowl, Tyron Matthew, I'm glad they stopped running. We couldn't stop it. You know, yeah. in previous games this season, I'm glad they stopped running. We could. That's the whole point of it. So you go ahead and you continue to do that. I think that we had an injury to Elijah Mitchell. I think he's got like a broken finger or something like that. Mm-hmm. It'll um, go fast, though. It'll be all right. Yeah, if, if I'm not mistaken. And honestly, I, I looked at the offense, and what killed me was I watched the interview with Kyle Shanahan, and he was saying that Juwan is going to get some looks. Well, Jimmy, you fucked that up. I don't know how many times he threw to Juwan Jennings, and he threw well behind him. There were oh, several dude, balls. Wanted- if he puts the ball yeah. in the right spot, Jawan can make a play. But yeah, the thing has, is, can Kyle look at that and see it from that perspective? Or is he going to come out and be like, well, Jawan, you fucked off your, your chances, man, because, you know, if you're not, if you can't make a play on the ball and make Jimmy look good, then, then you know, I don't know why you're. And that's the thing. It's not, it, it's not to put slander on Jimmy G's name. It's just to keep people in the reality check that this is a regular-ass quarterback he did basic ass shit. Don't make him out to be some spectacular dude. Did he play well yesterday? Yes. His but he standards, high his ball. standards are here. Yeah, but his standards are low. If you have a quarter, tell you the truth, the number the, his numbers and what he did, Trey could have did that easily. Oh, Very yeah. simple. Yeah. Well, Real easily. Trey would have more accurately in, it's not that hard. in certain spots. Because the two, you know, the one you're when you talk about Jennings, there's two I, I know. There's the one where I saw Jennings open on the out route that he just didn't throw the ball, and there's the one across the middle where Jennings had a step or two on the corner, 
and Jimmy throws it behind him, and the quarter goes and get, corner going gets his hand on the ball because Jennings trying to reach behind him, and that's not his fault when the corner's right there when he's got two steps. That if Jimmy puts it a foot in front of him, he can reach out and make a make a grab and possibly keep running because of the step or two that he had. And that's the whole and point. Like, you hit the receiver in stride. You don't I mean, throw a ball behind him because how many times has Debo had to torque his body and, and, yeah. and contort his body in different ways to well, be able to go back, get the ball, and make Jimmy look good? And then everybody's like, oh, my gosh, that was an amazing catch. It's like, yeah, but that was a shitty ball. So, I so was, when I first saw that, when we first had that fourth down touchdown, I was thinking, oh, wait, well, did Jimmy just hit him in stride? Mm-hmm. And I thought that was going to be the case. And when they showed the replay, I was like, oh, he kind of threw it into his chest and Debo just was able to keep his speed and make a good catch. I'm thinking, all right, well, that that, that was Jimmy hitting him in stride. And when you look at it, Debo is kind of like this, making the catch, mm-hmm. but keeping his keeping his freaking speed where, you know, you want it to be out here with his arms stretched out, continuing to run. And like you, he's catching it in here. And I'm like, okay, Debo just made a great play. And he's so fast that he, he got around everybody. But I'm thinking – when I first saw the play in like real time, I was like, oh, Jimmy had to hit him in stride. And then they showed it again. I'm like, ah, Debo just made a good play. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, look at that. 20, 27 carries by Elijah Mitchell for 91 yards. He averaged 3.1 yards per carry, which 3.4 yards per carry, which isn't great, but it's not horrible. Debo had five for 36, 7.2 yards a carry in a TD. Jeff Wilson Jr., 10 for 28. Only had 2.8 yards per carry. But the thing is, the runs, even though minimal, looking at the percentages, were perfect because it ate up the clock. Yep. Continual. It did. That's why the drive defense after drive, so man. Like, I, I think, let me, I'm trying to find our, our clock. You know, how you, the, you know how you make your defense the look Rams, good? You have 11 minute drives and let them freaking sit and rest. Yeah. The Rams had the lowest percent percentage of possession of time. Uh, in the first time, that's what they were saying last past night. 20 they years. Had, or the past 20, yeah, 20 years. T- like, what, 15? Yeah, T.O.P. was, uh, for the game, was 39 minutes and 3 seconds, 49ers, 20 minutes and 50 seconds for the Rams. So we had the ball 15 minutes longer than the Rams mm-hmm. did. And that's just running those plays and running that defense into the ground. And all the defenders were there, and they were saying, well, how does that make you feel? And they're like, shit, we get to rest, man. I can drink some water. I can drink some Gatorade. I can kick back. I don't have to yep. worry about getting on the field right away. And the cool thing is made it a point to keep trying to score. And I'm happy he did that because I hate when he takes his foot off the gas. Yeah. You, can, you can't do that against teams, That's man. We did in the Super Bowl. And you definitely can't do it in the Super Bowl. But what was what what showed last night was see these last two games Matthew Stafford two interceptions in the first half he's never done that in his career. Yeah. But people yeah. don't realize this. What I said at the beginning of the season, you'll see it if it continues. Matthew Stafford is a loser. I mean that in a negative way. That's what his record states. He's a loser. He comes from losing. He never won in Detroit. He damn sure didn't win no playoff games. Colin Kaepernick got a better playoff record than Stafford. He got a better yeah. playoff record than half the damn facts in the league right now. But that's what I'm saying. It's people look at him like, oh, oh man, you know, they got Stafford, they're Super Bowl. No, they're not. They got this bye week to sit there, get healthy, 
and start to build a rapport between OBJ and Matthew Stafford. And I'm 100% sure these two fools are probably out throwing the ball around to each other and, you know, throwing and catching because they need to build that uh build that connection with Robert yeah. Woods being out. But that's the whole point of it. I keep telling people because when the bright lights are on, Matthew Stafford never performs. You're not going to see him come out and show up and show out. You'll see him fling the ball around. He's got a little bit of a gunslinger mentality, but unfortunately he comes from losing. It's hard to break that. Even if you are a great player, perfect example. Look at Steven Jackson for the Rams. Steven Jackson ran all over the place, made all that damn money, had a nerve to get on national television. And when they asked him why he went to the Falcons, he said he got tired of losing. It took you eight years to figure out you wasn't going nowhere with the Rams and that they was trash, that organization. It took you, no, it took you all that money you were making to make a decision. They weren't going to pay you hefty again like they did before, and you were on the back end of your career. You had already had eight years. They had ran all the trails. The wires were showing you sparks when you was running down the road, and they knew it was time to go ahead and put you out the pasture and move forward. So when it comes to Matthew Stafford, that's not the exact same case, but it's a situation of him being a great player because you don't know how to mm-hmm. win. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um, like uh, I saw all over Twitter today too how they said they were saying like you know Matthew Stafford came from the Lions, right? And went to the Rams, but that doesn't change anything. Stafford's well, still the same quarterback. I, I just think McVay's <laughs> offense needs a good running back, which they don't have. Yep. And as soon as Cam Makers went down, his it, it was over. Yeah, his his mm-hmm. um his whole offense is based off a good running back. So it's like we can blame Stafford to a to a point, but the the you got to think to the offense that Stafford's in. They want to they want to throw it, baby it around, but they they want to they want to throw it off. You know they want to throw it around off the run, and they don't have a run game right now. So that's that's kind of why. Yeah, he's but, a baby I mean, Shanahan man. That's what he is. We all know that. And Kyle always punks him. He always shows him he's he gonna always forever be little brother. And we got them two more times this year. So we are gonna go to one, <laughs> L.A. and get an ass, and then we play them the last game of the season, if I'm not mistaken. Can we play? I think we played three times because we got 17 games and they made that last game. I believe it's an inter game. Is no, it? It's against the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah, right. I thought it was the Bengals. The Bengals. Let me look. Maybe I'm I'm tripping. Uh, Hennessy, no, boy. it's the Rams. <laughs> it's the Rams on, on January. Oh, yeah, 9th. it is the Rams. It's the Rams. Oh, they, yes, sir. Did they change it? No, it's always been that. Yeah. So we play – okay, so our next few games are the Jags, the Vikings, and we got to play the Seahawks in their house. We got to go to Cincinnati, and you know we good there because we got a little spot in Youngstown, Ohio, we kick it. Um, then we got to play the Falcons. Then we got to go to the Titans. Um, and then we got to play the Texans at home. And yeah, then see, we, we got to play the Rams. We only twice. play the Rams one more time, though. Yeah, one more time. I thought we played them three times. I didn't know the day. Yeah, I see, thought so that. the Bengals the- – the Bengals was the added 17. Bengals was the added game, yeah. 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 Honestly, um, I want to say we can win a bunch of those games. But I I know a lot of people are excited because we look good, but I 
I don't think with this, it's just that kind of game is sustainable. One game at a time. I one know, game. Yeah, one it yeah. is one game at a time, but it's hard for me. Like I'm, I'm glad we won, but I'm not like over the moon or bad. Oh no, I didn't board yet because I'm to be realistic. I don't trust Jimmy, and I don't. I don't think he can always be accurate enough and be a game manager every single game. And the run game is going to work every single time. And then the, the run game isn't working like it did. We ain't winning shit. Let me tell y'all something. Yeah. The Jags held the Bills to six. Bills very explosive offense. They are not to be joked with. They held them to six points. So you need to be real mindful. Josh Allen was on Josh Allen's ass all night. Yeah, he made him look bad. He was. They, they, the reason that game was so bad though is that their pass rush to Jacksonville. At least that game was just it was on point. The place. And see me, I'm I to be honest with you. Years ago when we was going to draft Nick Bosa, I wanted Josh mm-hmm. Allen. I didn't want Nick Bosa. I, mean, I know people made fun of me and talked about me, and you're stupid. Why wouldn't you want the best pass rusher, this, that, and third? And I said, you know, I want Josh Allen. They said, why? I said, because he's going to consistently be on the field. Oh, yeah. Josh point. Allen ain't never been injured. He ain't missed no games. To be fair, to be fair, Bosa's was a freak injury on the worst turf in all of, but it's, all of, but it's all of football, not even, not even NFL, just all of football. But it was an injury nonetheless. And so yeah. some people are, are – it's unfortunate. Now, luckily, he came back this year and he's balling and he's doing well. I think he's already at eight, at eight sacks. If so he's if not he getting chokeholds. Dude, yeah. he's – Bro, he's the – Hold on, let, let's, let's get into that. He's an Bro, I'm watching the game. Him. Literally, this is, this, is the, this is exactly what the lineman has around Nick Bosa's neck. And I'm looking at the ref like you looking dead at that, and you not about to pull the flag out your pocket. Yeah, when they Come when on, they didn't bro. call that mugging, when they didn't call the mugging in the Super Bowl, I would I just figured okay, I'm never gonna be able to expect like this to win enough to to get any holding holding calls. Yes, look at that. He damn near choked I mean, him out. Come on, that, bro, on unbelievable, that, okay. dude. <laughs> but it's been it's gonna always be bro. like this because in the Super Bowl on that bomb where Bosa still almost got uh, on that third and fifteen bomb that freaking Mahomes got off, Bosa almost still got to him. And you can watch the play where he's originally held, then he's bear hugged, mm-hmm. grabbed around his neck, all in the same play, and still almost gets to Mahomes. And they didn't call call it, and he's held three different times in one play. They're never gonna call holding against Nick Bosa. It's just how it is. Yeah. yeah. And all, you know the crazy all, Go ahead, Brent. Oh no! I was just gonna say all those uh, times you saw in last night's game that he was getting held, never called it, and then what? By the towards the end of the game, they finally called one because he got the sack. <laughs> yeah, Only because he got it's the like, sack. Really, the dude? Right when he got the sack, when we you knew he was gonna decline it because we don't even need it. And I, yeah. you know what? You know what really pissed me off, and I, I, I'm gonna keep it a buck. It was the disrespect before the game. Mm-hmm. Did y'all see the pregame? It was no, a, I, I swear to God, it was a full dick riding of the Rams. Look at Cooper yep. Cup and, and Matthew Stafford. Oh, let me go interview. Uh, let me put Randy Moss to interview Cooper Cup. And then uh, let me have Randy Moss interview OBJ. And then, oh, yeah, yeah. we're going to talk about Cooper Cup and his dad and bad ball and all this stuff. Bro, what the fuck? We at home. Dad, Steve Young interview Matthew Stafford. What are you doing? Well, Steve Young, you are forty nine a legend, bro. Steve. You can't, no, no, you can't do that. You, the, my Steve thing Young is, didn't seem like he wanted anything to do with it. From what, but I'm my thing, 
But my thing is the disrespect. Like the whole time the game was on, all they talked about was the Rams. Like they acted like we didn't exist. We in our own house, and we can't even get no love. We don't. First of all, we never rest in our own house, and he did. And on TV, all you did was dick ride the Rams the whole night. (laughs) It was. I was sitting there. I understand we winning, but I, I low key, I, I have a lot. I'm, I'm a little upset. The fact that y'all just sat here in our house and disrespected us like this. To be fair, mm-hmm. after the performance against the Cardinals, we fucking deserved it. We lost to a bunch of scrubs and Colt fucking McCoy who looked like fucking garbage, freaking got taken out, burned. <laughs> Freaking I made it to nobody. Again and burned again against the freaking Panthers, and we lost to them. So I don't care what no, I don't care what nobody say. I gotta personally clap it up for Cam Newton. Congratulations, brother. Yeah, glad you're, <laughs> glad you're home. Glad you're doing yeah. back doing what you do, baby. I'm I'm glad because he let everybody in Arizona know I'm back. I hope and they I, come back in the Panthers and Super Bowl with Cam Newton. That's what I wanted to happen. Yo, can we just talk about Mitchell. this real quick? The pancakes they were giving. A lie. We'll see what. <laughs> oh, look dude. At this. George Kittle oh, pancaked the shit out of hey, Von Miller. He, he had, he look, and Duke, Duke came up and gave him a little chip right there before it. 41. Like that pancake on Brian was hard. Mitchell. Fucking juice. Look at that. The lie. We'll see what. Jesus. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. You know, Von Miller's probably thinking, oh, yeah, Kittle's a good tight end, but I'm used to Kelsey. Yeah. Kelsey don't even touch me. You know, and then he's like, you know, because he played in the same division as Kelsey. So he's like, oh, okay. Going against Kittle, he's – You're going against go a whole other animal. That is a whole right. other animal. Kittle was a grown-ass man, dog. People don't – He's a grown-ass man. Some of, these, some of these other players I don't think realize that Kittle enjoys blocking like that than he does catching the ball. He really does, bro. Like, remember remember the Falcons game last oh, year? got up laughing. They caught that dude laughing. He was dying. Like, he laid on the field just in in, so in, a, in a rage, man, happy as hell. And you got to remember, man, when you have somebody – but this is what I tell people all the time. Kittle's father was an offensive lineman. That's in him. Mm-hmm. It's real easy. You don't have to worry about that. He even said it in college. Man, I was blocking primarily. I wasn't pass catching. You know what I'm saying? So – that was beautiful, man. The defense, they did their damn thing, man. I'm very proud of all of those guys, you know. And and, and for me, they, the defense the, needed that one. Yeah, they, they did. did. They really after, did. After what they went through last week, well, man. I to told you fair, guys last week. Also, I was like, you think the defense is gonna bounce back and want revenge? I mean, to be and fair, sure they, enough, they've they, taken. They've taken so much shit this year, and there's been so many to- plenty of times this this season that they've given the offense an opportunity to win, and the offense just fucking and they, they, the yeah, bed. Jimmy and Jimmy didn't give them anything, and everybody. That's, mm-hmm. that, but that 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 goes back to why I stated you can't give Jimmy a dub on this one. When you run the ball forty four goddamn times, that ain't Jimmy Garoppolo because well, he ain't running shit. He's just sorry, out there anybody, handing the ball off. Anybody that understands football can tell that that's a game plan to win regardless of your quarterback. Yeah. That's what that game plan was. I mean, anybody that understands how football works and a game plan works, that is trying to win regardless of how bad your quarterback is and making sure that you don't lose because of your quarterback. That's exactly what that game plan was. You're masking his deficiencies. 
Yeah, you're yeah. like I don't want, and I don't, and you're making sure he doesn't cost us the game by throwing some stupid bonehead interception. Yeah, like he likes to do. Yeah. Kyle didn't Although give him any Trey opportunity Lance, to do that. I still say Trey Lance could have did that and more. If he was only gonna have the ball thrown 19 times. Trey Lance could have went mm-hmm. out there and did that because yeah. at one point I remember somebody, too. I remember somebody said, you know, uh, one of the comment commentators going, "Do you think Trey Lance gets in the game?" And then they had a shot of him. And all he had on was a beanie. I was like, yeah, he ain't getting in the game. If he didn't took mm-hmm. that helmet off, he ain't going in that game. Kyle had told him already, don't worry about this young kid. I mean, I would have liked to see him in the garbage time, you know. I would have too, there. honestly. Because honestly, I think they're 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 uh worried about the knee. Nah, just being, I think Kyle's I think, I think what it is, I think what it is is Kyle is just saying, I'm going to hold this young kid out until I can't no more. I honestly feel like Jimmy would have came out and fucked this game off. That would have been the end of him. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah, Kyle right. made sure think he's doing everything he can to make sure that he pushes that. Because who is it? that The first person I heard say this was Jason DePonte. Shout out Jason DePonte. Mm-hmm. And Spread Right Option podcast. Jason said the minute Trey Lance is on the field, the clock starts on Kyle because you went all this time with this shitty ass record when anybody else, any other head coach would have been fired by now. Everybody knows that. But you always say you, your, your excuses. I never had my guy. And you can't say that that's not your issue because you went shopping in store uh, in the off season. Okay. You, you know, for, for, for a quarterback, you went to, you know, the proverbial Gucci, Versace. You went to Louis Vuitton. Hell, you even hit Armani Exchange. You know what I'm saying? And then Bro, you, he, went, he, you, went to, you went to the Dollar Tree. You even went to the 99 cent store trying to get Sam Darnold. And he got I don't, know, I don't, I don't care what anybody says. He straight up had started a coup, a coup with Aaron Rodgers. There's a reason oh, yeah. why. The, why um, what's his name? Their, their head coach was so mad at Kyle, and there was a huge thing. It wasn't just oh I'm gonna no, he's he was talking to Aaron. You got to remember, Aaron wants Aaron's wanted out of Green Bay. Aaron wants to come home and play for his childhood team. The mm-hmm. Niners needed a quarterback. He probably hit up Kyle and said, "Get me here." Kyle said, "Okay, give me a sec," and it didn't work. And then and hey, then Matt hung the phone up on his pissed. ass. He he called. Yeah, he he was like, "Hey man," and um, you know, I heard Aaron on the markets. Who is this Kyle? Yeah, click. Nobody got time for that shit. Aaron ain't going. No- At the end of the day, Aaron, you don't get his ass on this goddamn field. He ain't going nowhere. We ain't losing no games putting Jordan Love out there. Because I can tell you right now, they have no faith in Jordan Love. None at all. No, they don't. No, they don't at all. You know, you know how they know they had faith in Aaron Rodgers? Because they came and told Brett Favre, who greatest pack of quarterback of all time, it's going to be an open competition between you and Aaron Rodgers. And Brett Favre was like, if it's a competition, I don't need to be here. It's just how it works. Yeah. yeah. So at the end, you know they ain't got no faith in Jordan Love. And he obviously ain't progressing well. Why? Because uh he looked like shit when he was out there playing. <laughs> so I want to say this though, because I was watching the um I was watching the Manning cast because it's just it's more fun. <laughs> I didn't even had, had, uh, to hear them really, man. I, I got some real good insight too. Dude. They're, so they had Phil Mickelson on, right? Mm, and they were talking because Phil, they were talking, making fun of Phil because he was, you know, uh, they had some footage of him throwing the football. <laughs> and uh, oh God, that's the, Niners probably out, 
the Niners were out. No, he's not bad. He, he's got a decent uh, decent throw. Um, but it's funny. The Niners were out, right, And uh, on offense, and, and freaking Peyton Manning goes, he's like, Phil, you could play quarterback for the 49ers right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me, bro, dude, nobody respects Jimmy as a quarterback, dude. Like, it, yeah, Peyton's making that joke, but that joke is from seated, like, dude, this guy freaking sucks. Because you got to remember, man, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning, I always, I, I always say this, Peyton Manning is the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, with Peyton Manning on the field, you knew you were going to the playoffs, year in and year out. It didn't matter if the defense sucked ass. You yeah. knew you were going to the playoffs. And then when they finally gave Peyton running backs, it got even worse. The only difference is, yeah. the only difference is, he wasn't that great in the playoffs. I know he lost. Yeah, I know. I know, I know. You, I know. I know. You said Christian that fair, he, he lost to some good. He lost to some yeah, good. Yeah, because how many times he was trying to come back down late and trying to make things? Happen. It's not like he was mm-hmm. like had defense rolling through, playing with a lead the whole time. He then, always had to come back. You have to. You have to remember day, he played. At the end of the day, the win, the wins and losses are on your record, and they don't care what happened in the game or how it is, because that's what that's what we do with Jimmy. So we can't give him the pass every time, and say every time he lost, he had back. I get it. It was to it was yeah. to a Hall of Fame quarterback. So yeah, I mean, hey, I'd look. I that's mean, cool, his, his losses are to other Hall of Fame quarterbacks, so it's not like it's not like this? freaking um, for years. Who, Eli for years, Eli could get him at the Thanksgiving table. I beat Brady twice. The fuck have you? <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, keeping it a buck. That's I mean, little brother, <laughs> just, just just get in your face. You know what I'm saying? And to be honest, the first with time, you, the first time he the won first this, time the he beat him. Super Bowl, that first Super Bowl. Okay, I give you that. He won that. That second well, Super Bowl, they I gave mean, that to him. To be fair, Eli made <laughs> the greatest play in the history of the Super Bowl or in the game of football ever, if you ask me. Everybody, that is the greatest play ever witnessed in football. Oh, that 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 hail mary to that nobody. To no, to, he threw it to he threw it to Tyree. He, he you know that ball to Tyree. Tyree. You got to watch the play again. <laughs> Let me tell you, I've watched that play a billion times. Let me tell you, this is exactly what Eli did. He escaped the pressure, and Eli literally was looking away when he threw the ball. He looked away and turned and just did. He didn't know where David Tyree's ass was. That was a prayer. <laughs> And believe me, Jesus <laughs> came down himself and glued that. That was the greatest. Head. That was the greatest freaking it is a great play, play ever witnessed in the history it's a of the great game. play. But he managed. <laughs> I've watched that play a million times. Hit there ain't no way in hell. And see, Peyton Manning's second, his second Super Bowl, they gave that to him. I'm sorry, because Peyton Manning was was hot shit on the stick. His arm was nowhere near what it was. Oh, he was, the Broncos. Yeah, that Bron- when he won with the Broncos. They gave him that. Oh, yeah. Because let me tell you something. There's no way in Cam Newton did everything he did, overcame all the he did in his life to get to the Super Bowl and overthrow Ted Ginn Jr. And to watch a fumble happen and hesitate to jump on the ball. No. What they did was they walked up to Cam. They patted him on the back and said, hey, man, it's the sheriff's last ride. We're going to give him this one. I know, I know, I know you're upset. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Look, man, don't check your bank account, baby. We'll get, back in. we'll get you another one at some point. But right now, we got to get this to Peyton. That's exactly what happened because there's no way in hell you you can't overthrow Ted Ginn Jr. At that time, I think he was the fastest man in the NFL. And you.
you being Cam, they had a connection. So it wasn't like Ted Ginn just got there. This wasn't an OBJ and Matthew Stafford situation, but that that's just the case. But I, that was that that year was sad for me because I'm I have been and always will be a big Cam fan, and I was mm-hmm. riding with the the Panthers that whole season. I won my fantasy mm-hmm. league because of Cam and Greg Olson that year, and I was I was riding with Cam, dude, and I I felt like a Panthers fan crushed when that, yeah, when that, that game, man. Because I was riding with Cam, and I'm like, he's gonna get it. He's gonna be the MVP. I'll do it. I was, and then when when they just Laid an egg, dude. I was, I felt like I was a Panthers fan and had my heart ripped out, dude. That's how much I love Cam Newton. Hey, man, we, but for us, next week is a winnable game. The only thing I'll say is we just got to be what a defense. That's strictly where it comes from. I'm not worried about their offense by any stretch of the imagination because no one in yeah. Jacksonville scares me from an offensive standpoint. I know they had one little kid, uh, Agnew. He got some wheels, though. Cause he took off for a TD, man. Because they had NFL sent YouTube uh, every team's best play of uh, last week, week ten, and Agnew. Mm-hmm. All right, he put on the afterburners on the on on yeah. several people and just blew past him. So we gotta probably be worried about that because we don't have him on defense with elite speed. So um, I mean, uh, I was as far as our game, well, that's we, Greenlaw, we, we, but he's not there. Well. <laughs> Greenlaw's got some freaking speed, but he's not. Oh, I hear Greenlaw. He ain't catch Agnew. He wasn't. He ain't gonna catch Agnew. 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 Agnew Agnew put on the afterbirds. Man, I've seen people run before. He went. I want to hope that the defense is like playing. You know, freaking. um, You know, just playing free. Well, I can't think of the word. Um, But I just like I'm trying to say like I hope that the defense comes out like uh, and just playing super hard. Yeah, lights out. Playing so good, playing so good on Monday night, getting some turnovers, and I just hope they come playing like. uh, I was just, I was just gonna ask you guys too. I was just, I was gonna say, is do do we see the momentum carry over to Jacksonville? That's what I'm hoping for the defense because getting some turnovers, which we've really struggled. I'm hoping Mm -hmm. it's gonna lead to some more turnovers this next game. Playing a rookie quarterback, you know, playing a struggling team. I'm hoping the defense is just gonna pin their ears back and be like, all right, guys, let's go win this. Let's go win this, regardless of the offense today, because. We've been, we you know we've been playing good, but we have not had enough turnovers and not you know give we've hardly given our offense a short field all season. Let's go mm-hmm. and make some things happen because, like that's all, that's probably the could be the difference when you think about it in the games that were close when the defense played well that we lost because it's not we we weren't getting any turnovers or any short fields. We have had hardly any short fields all season, even with the turnovers. Yep. That I just I want to see them you know. Be like, all right, well, we got some. Let's go and get some more and kind of play off of the fact that we got some and go get some more because it, it's been absolutely terrible all season until this past game. So I want to see something change in them with trying to get some turnovers. Yeah, I hope that the, this does carry over, and I think it will, strictly based on the fact that even though teams will all – people will come out in public and say things that they have to say because it's 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 the, the, the right – you know, PR thing to say for public relations. We all know the Jacks suck. Come on now. Like, I have yet to see a player, when they're retired, not openly state that a team sucks. You know what I'm saying? Rodney Harrison is is a prime culprit. He'll tell you he, somebody sucked. Donnie Whitner yeah. will tell you, like, the Jags are trash. They shouldn't have an issue with them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, the, like I said, the Jags defense is, is what, what scares me. Their offense – Poses no threat. 
Like we should be able on defense to eat them alive. They have a really shitty O-line, you know, and they don't really have any receivers. Marvin Jones Jr., God bless his soul, he went over there. I thought he was going to follow Matthew Stafford over to L.A., which would have made more sense because he would have been a really good connection. He would they have a really good connection. He would have cost a hell of a lot less than OBJ. Yeah. So I would have rather have him than OBJ. Exactly. Like you gotta think about it. If I put Marvin Jones Jr. on a field Hooper Cup and Robert Woods went down, I'm not worried. You know why? Because all Marvin Jones Jr. is doing is learning uh my system. Matthew Stafford knows how to throw him the ball. They have a bit they built a rapport. But at the end of the day, man, I do believe this will carry over mm-hmm. into the next game. And I will see, you know, what happens. Um, Low-key, it, it bothers me because I, I am a, a pretty big fan of Josh Allen. And, you know, my UCLA guy, uh, Miles Jack, is over there. And I love me some Miles Jack, man. So hopefully uh, they don't do UCLA, too well. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've been, I've been a UCLA boy, fan since day one. That was my suck. uncle. Yeah, but hey, I'm gonna tell you right now. Don't say nothing about NCAA basketball, baby. Oh yeah, you guys are yeah. yeah, finally, nope. it's taken some years. It took it took forever. Actually. It took forever, but last year was beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, at the end of the day, um, we will get that. We, we we'll, we'll carry that over. And also, too, is do we do we continue to go back to a regular scheme and run the damn ball? Hope so. I mean, uh, the the whole. I mean, all of the offense wants to. Yeah. Like when K- Kittle was talking works. about, like you know how happy they were to run the ball. Like that's what they want to do. Yeah. They want to run the ball. It's people, they, but they also want to run the ball because they don't want Jimmy throwing the ball. They don't want to freaking yeah. Jimmy to throw the ball forty times and then I get mean, hospital balls and knock the fuck yeah. out over the middle. <laughs> so, I mean, also, also too. I mean, I feel like. Do you guys think John York's presence this past week? Had something to do with the way they played as well. It might have had the way Kyle called oh, the game. Yeah. yeah, I think so too. I think I think what happened with John York did. I think. See, I've been complaining about about this because I don't like it. I feel like we got a bunch of soft ass players. Everybody's like, "Well, you don't need people to yell at you to get things across to you," and you know that doesn't really yield tangible results. Because we live in, you know, I I'm just gonna come out and say we live in a bitch ass era. Like, we got some yeah. real soft-ass people out here, man. Like, somebody mm-hmm. tell you ugly, and you go home and really feel ugly about yourself. Bro, the, the oldest saying in the book is, sticks and stones may break my bones, yep. but it will never hurt me. I ain't never allowed how somebody else feel to really destroy my goddamn day that bad, especially exactly. for somebody I don't know. I don't even know you, and you got something to say. You know what I do? I just keep on pushing. I ignore you. You know why? Because I'm a you go ahead and have fun talking to you. I have time for that. So I think what happened with York was he came in and said, okay, my son don't know how to drop his nuts, but I for damn sure do. And I guarantee yeah. you, he talked to everybody and was like, look, man, we putting bad product on the field. I'm sorry. At the end of the day, let me let me keep it a buck with y'all. You guys are, all right? And you're not mm-hmm. tradable at this point. I'm not making money off of you. I need asses in the seats. And right now, y'all are determined coming to the game. There was, I forget. I was on the Twitter spaces and somebody was uh, a few years ago, they were selling their ticket, they season tickets for $250 a pop. And now they can barely get them to go for 50 bucks. So that tells you if the team sucks, like you can't sell out that stadium. That means that the vendors don't get paid. 
That means that the people working the the, the stands don't get paid. You know, all of the you know, uh, ain't nobody buying jerseys, shit like that. Pair of all kinds of things come into play with this. And at the end of the day, that's your product. That's your money. You get a piece yeah. of the act, and the players do too. But he probably yeah. came in, gave him a little speech, and was like, "Look, get out there and put me, you know, do something right." Because I'm telling you right now, I ain't having this. And I guarantee you, you had to pull Kyle to the side and look at him and go, I don't give a damn that your last name is Shanahan. You better start putting some wins on the board or your last name is going to be unfucking employed. I don't care about paying yeah. Like, you got to yeah. think about it from that standpoint. Yeah. Honestly, like, the players have shown so many signs that they're kind of sick of the way things are going. Though. Like, it, it, it really, to me, it feels like they want Lance in. But, I mean, you see the comment from Kittle about Jimmy getting him the ball on that touchdown and it wasn't a really like happy comment. You know, his body language and his tone was kind of like, well, yeah, at least he got me the ball and I was able to make a play on it. You know, like, thank God, we, you know, he didn't, <laughs> you know, another hospital ball. Cause you know, he had to go up and get it. So Kittle's like, yeah, at least he got it to where I could make a play on it. But he didn't seem all too happy. Like he's kind of, even though Jimmy's That's... his friend, Jimmy's his friend and he's seeming like he's over it. So if, if Kittle's, Kittle's him, ready they, to move on, that tells you something. That's, you know what they said? They asked him. They asked him really quick. They said, "Are you gonna text Jimmy about it?" He said, "No, I don't need to text him. I got him in the locker room, and I was able to talk to him." He, 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 Jimmy's a bad friend. Oh, Kittle yeah. texts you and he calls you, and you like, okay, have you seen your answer on the Forty ers YouTube <laughs> where they do the little Toyota thing with uh, Keanu mm-hmm. Martin, and they say, "Who mm-hmm. can you call?" I guarantee you, kid will call Jimmy. His ass won't pick up. Yeah. Tell him no. Who Funga actually called? Uh, he was the latest one. He actually called Troy Palomalo when Troy picked up. But you know that that that's that that's what I'm saying. Like he's a bad friend. But what were you gonna say, yeah. uh, Brandon? Uh, let's let's go ahead and uh, listen to it real quick. <laughs> yeah. It's another there one of those go. plays that when Coach Shannon installed, he's like, "Hey, if you just do this, you'll score a touchdown." And they came out and looked that we thought they were going to come out in, and I had a smile on my face and think before the snap, and it was exactly what I thought it should be. I think Jimmy might have been a little late on it, you know, made it a little bit more difficult, but I'll, you know, let it pass. <laughs> I'm just glad he threw it up high, gave me a chance at it. <laughs> the, uh, his no, his body language changed real quick, like, oh, shit, that's, that's the blatant. right way. That's yeah. blatant right he there. His Him twitch. saying, I don't like that. <laughs> his twitch, like. He, he's like trying not to get mad and like trying to make sure he says the right thing. He was like, you know, like, I know. think he was kind of behind on that. I think it was, you know, bad. <laughs> I had to go up and get it and he could have got me really he got me hurt again. <laughs> um, and then, uh, there was something I was going to, Oh, but, Oh, let me say this real quick, Brandon. Yeah. And the, the way he, Kittle first starts this where like, he's talking about like Kyle's like, if it's, if it like how it's there and you should be able to do it just kind of sounds like what we heard Kyle was telling Jimmy in Chicago. And it was just being reiterated by, and it kind of tells us it might've been true because of what the way Kittle had originally like had started that to answer that question. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not that hard. You can freaking do this. Kittle's going to be open type of thing. And then, you know, he still almost makes the passing complete, but Kittle makes amazing, amazing play. Can we talk about this real quick? Yeah. <laughs> what Debo? It's the, fucking great. The NFL changed their cover photo to freaking Debo. That's because he it's impossible not to love Debo, man. He's got such a good personality. 
Hey, clap it up for Debo. Chain, bro. Let's go. That's it. Hey, you. Hey, there's no way not to love this young man. He is balling in ways you can't imagine. He has been a fantastic job for us this year. And Debo is rewriting the standard on what it takes to be a number one receiver. I don't need to be six foot four, two hundred and twenty, and I don't need. To have you know these ridiculous stats. I just need to be the number one receiver for my team, doing what my yeah. coach needs me to do, and getting the ball and making plays. That's what I need to be the one. Hey. I don't need to be what your definition is. I need to be me. And Debo has been balling all season, and and you, you know he he pretty much is setting the standard. If you want me to give you a comparison, he's baby To. His yak is To status yeah. yak. Yeah, his his running yeah. your ass over and running through tackles is To status. Yeah. He just probably can't go up and high point the ball like To could. But oh no, nah, yeah, but, yeah, that that To was on another level with that one, baby. Yeah, that, but yeah. like the oh, we yeah, don't know that the, one. The, the the yak and the breaking tackles and running fools over that's all To. Debo Samuel Nobody. has fifty four. Debo Samuel has fifty four catches for nine hundred and seventy nine yards. He has eighteen point one yards per catch. The man has five TDs. When it comes to uh, running That's the Carol ball, right there. when it comes to running the ball, Debo Samuel has two TDs. So the man has seven total touchdowns, and he's already got a thousand yards receiving. And right now, currently, you know, he only has fifty-eight yards rushing. But you want yeah. him to have more receiving yards than rushing anyway. How close but, is he to Cup now? Uh, Cup. Let me see where Cup went because Cup still got another hundred yards. Yeah. So, he, he, yeah, but he a lot of those that. were garbage yards. To be fair, mm-hmm. it was in garbage time. It was, yeah. but I mean, hey, he's he still got them, and I think he's the yards. He's still the top receiver in the league right now. I, I was just hoping they were going to give one more pass to Debo, let him get his three yards, and Kyle wouldn't right wouldn't draw it up. Yeah, I, I think at that point they were probably just saying, you know what, let's just run the ball and get off the field, man. Yeah, that's true. We we we, got, we don't have to really do much. Cup uh, has one thousand one hundred one yards. So you gotta, you know, you gotta. It's not he's not too far away from him. He got a couple hundred mm-hmm. yards to get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and go over to our sponsors real quick. Um, we'll start off with my bookie, Dion. You want to take it away for us, real quick? Yes, sir. I have to look at that man. Um, you just want to do the regular um, double? You double your. Oh, yeah, yeah. We definitely can go ahead and get into that. Give me just a hot second. Oh, I'm waiting. Let me just bring up a quick point. And go ahead. We just keep seeing small flashes of the great player that Brandon Ayuk's going to be. Oh, yeah. And every single time I see him touch the ball, I'm like, just get us a get us a freaking viable quarterback that can make that can make some throws. And the guys, the kid's going to freaking just annihilate. Yeah. Everybody, I mean, he bounced. Oh, Did dude. you see him bounce off those three? So dudes? excited, yes, yes. Ping pong ball, he just bam, 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 and keep uh, going. I loved it. He just he gets me so back. excited. I'm like, dude, if we just have a quarterback that can get him the ball mm-hmm. consistently, yeah. Yeah. so oh, uh, man. so for everyone out there, definitely head yourself over to mybookie.ag. That's mybookie.ag. Use the promo code Hive. And basically what will happen is you will go ahead and double your winnings and they basically match you dollar for dollar up to dollar and they give you a dollar. You put a thousand in, we give you a thousand. Now this week, what you're going to want to bet on is 
definitely a couple of different games. Thursday night, we got the Patriots versus the Falcons. Mac Jones versus Matt Ryan. So that's definitely going to be a beautiful game to be able to watch on Thursday night. And then Sunday night football next week is going to be the Steelers versus the Chargers. Both teams are on the outside looking in uh, for the playoff race, and they definitely want to be able to make sure that they make it in. The Chargers are still well within their rights to be able to claim their division. Um, even though Kansas City went ahead and put a beat down on the, on the uh, Raiders, last week and then on monday football you got the new york football giants rolling into tampa bay or should i say the bay to go ahead and face uh tom brady and the buccaneers you'll definitely want to make sure you bet on that game so head over to my bookie a my bookie.ag use promo code hive to go ahead and get you know get that bonus and uh definitely keep doing it and believe you me you'll get you'll earn yourself some free money Yes, sir. Thank you, Dion. Mm-hmm. Also, go over and book your appointment today for by bodyworkbyroger.com. Book your appointment if you're from the Bay Area. You do great work. You'll be leaving there with a relaxed body. So once again, go over to bodyworkbyroger.com and book your appointment now. Appreciate you on that one. Uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us, guys. Uh, sure. Any last thoughts for next week? I want to do score predictions real quick or – Wait, next week I'm not I'm not gonna give a score prediction yet, man. I got some research to do. Um I gotta take a look at a couple of things. Okay. Um but I will I, I will I will say outright that should be a win. There should be no loss. Period. All right. All right. We should not lose to the Jaguars. If we lose okay. to the Jags, it's something wrong. And the, the beauty of it is this the part of the reason I believe we're gonna win. We're on the road. We mm-hmm. haven't lost on the road. That's true. That is true. Lose on the road, so it, it gives us the able to do so. So us being mm-hmm. on the road gives us a better chance to win. So I'll say at a bare minimum, it's a dub, but I don't have a score prediction because I got more research to do. All right, Christian. Um, I'm I'll if we, I'll wait to do a a, a prediction. I I kind of mm-hmm. you know I think we should win, but uh, we'll just kind of wait and see. Um, I kind of want to see you know is Mitchell going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of, we if he doesn't, we don't have really any speed back there, so it kind of changes on how we're going to run the ball. So we kind of got to wait and see mm-hmm. um, when we get some more information on how the team's going to look come Sunday. All right, all right. Well, thanks again for tuning in, guys. We appreciate it. Give us a hit that like and subscribe button. Give us a follow on all social media platforms. Forever Faithful Podcast, and uh, we'll catch you for the preview game uh, on this weekend against the Jaguars. Until then, peace. Go Niners. Go Niners, baby.